I'll let you in on a little secret. Reaching your revenue goal won't change your life, but hitting your profit goal, that absolutely will. If you want to build a life-first business this year, you need to create more margin, both in your finances and in your schedule. If you're ready to double down on profit-generating strategies that actually work so you can work four-day weeks, go on real vacations, or even take the summers off, you won't want to miss this. In my free masterclass, Double Your Profit While Working Less, you'll learn exactly how to set your business up to scale so you can give yourself a raise, create a clear plan for how to work that dream schedule, and step into your CEO era, the one where you and your business aren't just surviving, but thriving. You can grab this free masterclass at www.jadeboyd.co backslash double your profit masterclass or go to the link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast, a podcast about redefining productivity for the modern woman in business and finding ways to work smarter, not harder in business and life. I'm your host, Jade Boyd. I'm an MBA business strategist and mentor who helps overwhelmed business owners simplify and scale their service-based businesses with strategy and systems. On this podcast, we'll explore simple ways to earn more while working less. If you're ready to scale your business, bring order to chaos, ditch the busy work, and make space for what really matters, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 18 of the Business Minimalist Podcast. I cannot believe that this is already episode 18. This year is going by so quickly. And this episode is very different than all of the previous episodes that we've done this year because this week we are looking at a routine in your personal life instead of your business. And I have had mixed feelings about this for a long time. I've been going back and forth on should I be talking about personal routines or should I just stick to business stuff? And I was doing an ideal week strategy session with a client this summer and we were mapping out her ideal week and really talking about everything because when you're planning your week, you have to talk about the personal stuff, right? So we were talking about everything from her husband's work schedule and what daycare drop-off looked like and what her dog needed every day. And we got into talking about laundry too. And we spent quite a bit of time on it, trying to figure out how to fit it into her ideal weekly schedule so that she wouldn't get overwhelmed by it. And I realized, and only because she told me this, that if entrepreneurs are able to get on top of the things in their personal life and not become overwhelmed, by those regular habits and routines that you have to do just to stay on top of your personal life, it makes it a lot easier for you to stay on top of things in your business too. So today, we're diving in and doing something a little bit different. So this is an experiment, and let me know if you like this episode, if you want to see more content like this or not. At the end of the episode, I'll share a couple ways for you to do that. Um, but I'm going to share my laundry routine and I've also gone back and forth on this because I've only recently started to dive in and like research how to do laundry the right way for the longest time. I would just throw everything in the washer and hope for the best and honestly haven't had that many horror stories from doing that from a really long time. Uh, but now that I'm married, we've been married for three years now. And so we have a little bit more laundry to stay on top of, not much more, but a little bit more enough to allow me to like separate loads and stuff like that. But I have a little bit of imposter syndrome talking about laundry because I'm not Martha Stewart or anything. But I will say that I am never overwhelmed by laundry. I always have clean clothes to wear. 
I never have laundry piling up on the floor, clean or dirty. And I found a way to build this into my routine and actually start enjoying the process of doing laundry a little bit. And so I want to share what that looks like for me in hopes that you're able to take some tips and tricks and make this part of your life something that you have to do, but doesn't help you get ahead or anything like that. You know, it's just kind of like a maintenance task. I hope that it helps you build this into your schedule in a way that feels good, in a way that does not feel overwhelming and allows you to get it done while also freeing up some time to enjoy the other parts of your life. So my first tip is to do less laundry. As a minimalist, the first step is never to say, okay, how do I fit everything that I have to do into this allotted time? That is a recipe for overwhelm and a recipe for failure, honestly. You start by figuring out how to do less and minimizing it to the things that are the most important. Instead of trying to fit everything that you have going on into your to-do list, start by prioritizing and trying to minimize as much as possible. It's like cleaning out your closet, right? Instead of just organizing everything, you have to get rid of some stuff to free up some space, and that is what makes it feel good in the end. Like it's the very first step and a very important step. So doing less laundry can look like one of two things in my book. First, you could just completely outsource it. If you can afford to outsource and you have somebody in your area who does laundry pickup and is able to clean all of your laundry, fold it for you, that would be absolutely amazing. (laughs) And I would highly suggest, again, if you really hate laundry, you don't enjoy it at all, and you can afford it, it would fit in your schedule. Find somebody to outsource to. That's the obviously best way to do less laundry. Second, if you're not willing to outsource or not ready to outsource or simply don't have somebody in your area who does that service, the second way to do less laundry is to own less clothes. And if you know me, then you probably knew that this was coming. I am a minimalist in all areas of my life and especially when it comes to my wardrobe. And that has taken me a really long time to narrow down. I love clothes. I love style. And it's taken me a while to narrow down what my style is and what types of clothes I'm going to wear and wear often. And honestly, it kind of changes from year to year. It definitely changed in the pandemic. And now coming out of that, I feel like I'm shifting my wardrobe a little bit. But Caleb and I do not own a lot of clothes. We have a small walk-in closet, and so we each have our own rack. It's like five feet long. And then there's a third rack that has – it's like taller. There's two that are stacked for like T-shirts, and I hang up like all my sweatshirts, all my sweaters and stuff, and that fits on like a five-foot rack, and Caleb has all of his clothes on his rack. And then we have a third one that's like floor length. So it's on the other wall and it's floor to ceiling. So I have like half of that full. There's a shoe rack for like a hanging shoe rack with all of Caleb's shoes. And then we have all of our winter coats there. And then I have my dresses and my pants. And that takes up like two and a half feet on that third rack. And then we also have a dresser. And it's one of the taller, skinny five drawer dressers and I have two drawers in the dresser and Caleb has the other three and that is all of the clothes that we own in the entire house. So we do not have a lot of clothes, which is built in accountability 
when we do need to do laundry, we have like the added pressure and like, oh yeah, it needs to be done. And it's built into our routine so that we're never left without clothes to wear at the end of the day or like on our way out the door realizing that something's still dirty just because it's built into our routine. But having less clothes means that we are more responsible and more accountable to keeping on top of laundry week by week as well. The other thing I want to say about owning less clothes is to really check the care instructions before you buy something, which seems really simple. No matter how much I love something in the store, if it says dry clean only, I've just learned not to buy it because it's stressful. And even the things that I had in my closet that were dry clean only, I would never want to wear them because I would never want to pay to have it dry cleaned. And I also, if I did wear it, it would take me forever to take it to the dry cleaners. Unless you're in a habit of going to the dry cleaners, just check the care instructions and make sure you're actually able to care for it well before you buy it. And maybe like you have a routine of hang drying things or hand washing things. I just try and stick to the simplest care instructions so that I really can just throw everything in the basket and throw it in the laundry. That's another way that I simplify the amount of laundry that I have to do. Everything goes in the same. No special care instructions over here. All right. So first step, do less laundry. Find ways that you can minimize the amount of laundry that you have to do. My second tip is to have smaller laundry baskets. So I have Target laundry baskets. They're like little rope baskets. They have a ton of them right now. And they're all sized for the exact size a load of laundry should be in our washer. And it's not very big. Like we don't have a giant bin of laundry. I used to do that. And then I would find that I would have, that's when my dirty laundry would stack up because it would be overflowing in this huge thing and it would be multiple loads of laundry. And by the time that bin filled up, I would be running out of clothes to wear. So instead we have smaller baskets. And when that basket is full, I know that it's time to do a load of laundry and it's the perfect size for a load of laundry. It's quick to wash. The clothes actually get clean because there's less clothes. It's faster to dry because there's less clothes and it's faster to fold and put away because there's less clothes in each load. So buy smaller baskets appropriately sized for the size of the load that you can do in your washer. And we put a basket wherever laundry piles up. So we have a whites basket and like a colors basket in our closet, which is where we get dressed and change clothes. And right next to that is like our master bathroom. And we have another basket in our bathroom for towels. And our bathroom is kind of close. Our master bathroom is kind of close to the kitchen too. So all of our towels go in that same bin for towels. And then we have two for in our closet and that is it in our house. But if you have kids or other rooms in your house where you find yourself creating laundry, I would suggest putting a basket wherever that is piling up, whether it's in bathrooms, bedrooms, uh, entryways, wherever that might be. My third tip is to build it into your daily routine. And we're going to park here for a while and I'm going to talk you through how I build this into my daily routine, which also kind of requires that I lay out what my daily routine typically is. So it probably won't surprise you that I've done a lot of research to find out my perfect laundry routine from podcasts and Martha Stewart books, all of these home organizing uh, resources. And I do see some people saying that you should do all of your laundry in one day. And I've tried that. And here's why I don't like it. 
we only have one washer and dryer, which means if I'm doing all the laundry in a day, it means I have to have a dedicated day when I'm available all day. And also remember to switch loads like every 30 minutes to an hour in a timely manner so that I don't run behind. And I do not have a regular day every week that I can commit to staying at home all day and not being interrupted by anything hour to hour to switch loads. It honestly sounds kind of stressful to try and depend on that type of schedule. And then you have to put all of your laundry away at one time. So no thank you. It's never going to work for my weekly schedule because we're always busy on the weekends or we're gone. So it just doesn't work for me. So here's what I do instead. I incorporate my laundry routine into my daily time blocks. And each season, my time blocks look a little bit different, but I always have five of them. And when they stop and start changes from season to season, from week to week, depending on what's going on. But overall, here's what I do. My morning routine is from 6 to 9 a.m. And that's the time I have in the morning for all of those personal tasks that I need to do to start my day, like home and personal workout, shower, etc. My morning block is from 9 a.m. to noon, which is when I'm the most focused. So I put high focus tasks in the morning. My admin block is every day from noon to two. That's when I get kind of like tired in the afternoon. I have that little slump. So I batch all of my personal and my business admin tasks like email, errands. I'll eat lunch in there. I'll tidy up the kitchen. Any admin that's low focused gets dumped into that block as much as I can do in two hours. And then my afternoon block is from two to five. And that's when I do more creative tasks or client tasks or marketing tasks. I usually batch those in the afternoons and then evenings from five to nine is really, you know, personal stuff, whatever. Five to nine is just like a separate time to dump tasks that need to get done. So here's how my laundry routine fits into this daily rhythm that I have for my task and my schedule. So in that morning routine from six to 9 a.m., like I said, that's when I'm taking care of myself, my personal needs, and also getting our house kind of in order and doing a quick tidy before I start because I need, as a work from home entrepreneur, I need to have my house in order in order to focus at my desk. (laughs) So I just do a quick tidy in the morning before I sit down at my desk. And part of that is checking to see if any of those baskets are full because like I said, if a basket is full, that means it's time to do a load of laundry. So in my morning routine, it's just built in. I don't think about it anymore. I always check. And if a basket is full, I throw it in the washer. I use Molly's Suds, or I have used for a long time, Molly Suds, which is a natural powder laundry detergent, non-toxic. And I have actually really liked it. The only thing that I haven't liked is that it doesn't smell like anything. So although it gets the laundry clean, it doesn't smell like laundry. You know, it doesn't have like the fresh laundry smell because it doesn't have any toxic fragrances in it which is great, but it for a long time that kind of bothered me. I fixed that and I'll tell you my solution to that in a little bit. Okay, so the laundry is in in the morning. I have that focus block in the morning from nine to noon. And then like I said, noon is my admin time, right? And so one of the things I do over the lunch hour or my admin block is switch the laundry. So again, this is not something I really think about. It's just built into my routine. And I did have to write it down for a long time until this was ingrained in my routine, but now I don't think about it. I just switch the laundry over the noon hour and then it's in the dryer. And how I fixed the scent thing to make my laundry actually smell fresh is within the last like six months, it was sometime this year, 
I bought Young Living wool dryer balls and essential oils. My favorite are lavender and lemongrass, especially lemongrass. And so I put the essential oils on the dryer balls and I throw them in the dryer and it makes it smell so delicious. Um, And you can actually use the same dryer balls and not have to put new scents on them for like two loads, I think, before I put more essential oils so that you can get that smell in there. But that solved my problem of not having scented laundry and makes it a whole lot more fun to fold laundry when it smells really good. And lemongrass is just like such a soothing smell anyway, and it's non-toxic. So I felt really good about that. So noon hour, admin block, switch the loads, throw in some dryer balls, and then it dries sometime in the afternoon. Okay. And then after my admin block, I have my afternoon block right from two to five where I'm doing something else. The laundry is drying. And then usually around 4.30 or 5 p.m. is when I start wrapping up work from for the day. And so I'll move any tasks that didn't get done and I'll start planning for the next day. And part of my wrap-up routine, again, that I used to have to write down and now I don't think about, I just do it because it's an ingrained habit in my routine, is I get that load out of laundry and then I dump it on my bed. So this is my tip number four use habit stacking. If you've ever read Atomic Habits by James Clear, which I would highly recommend, I've probably talked about it before on the podcast, he talks about a concept called habit stacking, which means that you are more likely to form a new habit and ingrain it in your routine if you place it next to an existing habit. So for example, if you always wake up at 6 a.m. anyway, you can use that 6 a.m. wake up as a trigger to create another habit. So maybe at 6 a.m. you wake up and you drink a glass of water or, you know, do whatever, journal, whatever that might be. You're more likely to form that habit just because it's right after a habit that you do every single day. Or like if you brush your teeth right before you get go to bed every single night and then brushing your teeth can be a trigger to create a new habit like using your face cream or something like that. So for me and my laundry routine, I use habit stacking because I go to bed every day. Like no brainer. At some point in the day, I get into bed and go to sleep, right? No matter what time it is, no matter what day it is, that's something that I do. And so by putting my laundry, dumping it out on my bed, that ensures that if I don't fold my laundry and put it away before bedtime, I will have to do it before I go to bed, no matter what, because it's on my bed. And so that's how I hold myself accountable to not letting clean laundry pile up day after day after day. I do it the same day that it gets dried, it gets folded and put away. And that also means that I don't have to do 10 loads of laundry at once in terms of folding them and putting away, which I hate doing. One load of laundry in the baskets that we use takes at most 10 minutes to put away. And I like Marie Kondo fold my socks and undergarments. Okay. So I probably take more time to do my laundry than you do in terms of volume and how much time it takes to fold and put away and 10 minutes tops. That's how long it takes. So tip number four, use habit stacking and put your laundry somewhere where you'll remember to put it away before you go to bed. And my fifth and last tip for simplifying your laundry routine is to put your detergent on auto order. So we order Molly Suds from Amazon and it's on auto order to deliver and it's set up in a way that delivers like at the exact time that we need it each month. It magically shows up right when we're about to run out, which is pretty amazing. 
And I'm thinking about trying another detergent that one of my friends told me about called Attitude. It has a better environmental rating on the Environmental Working Groups platform. If you've ever used EWG, it's a website that rates different uh, products based on their toxicity, and it rates the overall product, also all of the ingredients within the product. And Attitude has a lot of different detergents that have great ratings. And it's a liquid detergent instead of a powder detergent. So I'm thinking about trying that one out. But either way, whatever detergent you use, put it on auto order and figure out how often you need it to be delivered. That way you never run out and it becomes super simple. And you can obviously apply that to a lot of other things in your house that you need week after week, month after month as well. I also created a free download for you. It's called My Favorite Clean Laundry Products. And you can download it using the link in the show notes. If you've never scrolled the show notes before, all you do is swipe up on whatever screen you're using and it'll scroll down to the show notes and that link is there for you. And that has all of the links to the laundry products that I used in case you're interested in going non-toxic and choosing some cleaner laundry products. You can find those in the Amazon links below. All right. So to summarize these five quick tips, tip one was do less laundry either by outsourcing or minimizing your closet. Tip number two use smaller laundry baskets. Tip number three, build it into your daily routine. Tip number four, use habit stacking to make sure you put away your laundry before you go to bed. And tip number five, put your laundry essentials on auto order. So again, download the laundry guide if you want to see what I use, but also let me know if you want to see more personal and home management routines on the podcast. This is an experiment. I don't know how it's going to land or if it's helpful for you as a business owner or not, but you can vote by either downloading the guide and showing interest in this episode or sharing your takeaway from this episode on Instagram and tagging me at jadeboyd.co or just DMing me and telling me to create more episodes like this. Let me know if this was helpful. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Business Minimalist Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be so grateful if you'd rate it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening today. Your rating and review will help more small business owners discover helpful episodes each week. Don't forget to check out the show notes for the tools and resources mentioned in today's episode, because good ideas don't grow businesses, action does. And if you want more business minimalist tips and resources, head on over to Instagram and follow me at jadeboyd.co. I'd love to hear what you took away from today's episode. I'll see you next time on the Business Minimalist Podcast. The number of women burning out is at an all-time high right now, and I'm on a mission to change that. If you're a service provider who's feeling overwhelmed, overworked, and underpaid, don't let another year go by staying stuck. The Business Edit is a 12-month group coaching program that helps you declutter your business from top to bottom so that you can have shorter to-do lists, a clear strategy to scale, and know exactly what to focus on each week to drive results in your business. You'll end the year with the business that you've been dreaming of building, one that gives you your life back and pays you more than you've ever made before. In the program, you'll follow my signature five-step method for scaling your service-based business. You'll get business minimalist strategy, marketing, systems, and productivity roadmaps that are simple to understand and easy to implement, plus 12 months of customized one-on-one coaching to help you every step of the way. Join me inside the business edit at www.jadeboyd.co backslash coaching 
and get my step-by-step blueprint with everything you need to build your dream business in 2024. Now back to the show. <laughs> 